Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Lord, there is power in the name. 
why don't you lift your hands to Jesus and just pray for yourself this morning. Ask the Lord to speak to you. We've come not to hear from a man, but to hear from Almighty God. I have come to hear from God. And my prayer is that you have also come to hear from God. So lift up your voice and just ask the Lord to speak to you. Just ask the Lord to speak to you. Speak to us.
excited to be in church this morning. I'm excited to be in church this morning. Hallelujah. Because this week has been very eventful. The Lord has been good to us. Um, So many things. We traveled. We traveled. We came back. We had our gala dinner. Very, very exciting time. I don't know why on earth you didn't come. Because it, it, was an, it is an event that cannot easily be repeated. Yeah, we had so much fun that the next day, all we could do was to update our status on WhatsApp. We couldn't even type messages. We were so powerless that we could even to reply a message was difficult. Do you get it? It was exciting. Then yesterday, we were blessed by the wonderful marriage ceremony of Mr. and Mrs. Mavela. Yeah. It was marvelous. You know, we had the Mavela family all the way from Matatiel and then the Fitla family from Inzimkulu here with us. Yesterday I learned very fantastic things about Inzimkulu, but I can't tell you today. I'll tell you next time. Just remind me to tell you. Alright? But it was a blessing. It was a wonderful celebration. You know? And maybe at the end of the service we'll give them a chance to tell us how far. I mean... How many of you would like to ask them that? What's up? What's up? Uh-huh. So, are they, how far? Or what's up? You know? So, after the, after the word, we'll give them a chance to tell us what's up. Okay. But it's been wonderful. And then we are here today. It's a blessing to be alive and to be in the presence of God. Yeah. Hallelujah. We've been talking about the Holy Spirit and developing a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Jesus said in John 14, 16, he said, I'll pray the Father and he will send you another comforter. 
Hallelujah. Verse 17 says, Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, because he dwelleth in you. 18 says, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Hallelujah. So we have been looking at how to benefit from the Holy Spirit. How to get the best from the Holy Spirit. And I said that you don't get things from people you don't have a relationship with. That's why every day that beggar, that famous beggar at McDonald's, in front of the robot at McDonald's, he's been there since Nelson Mandela got out of prison. But you don't give him anything. Why? You don't have a relationship with him. He has not bothered to develop a relationship with you. The same with the Holy Spirit. If we don't develop our relationship with him, we, do, we will not get much from him. Hallelujah. We will not. And Jesus explains to us in verse 17, he says, The spirit of truth, which is the Holy Spirit, the world cannot receive him or the world cannot benefit from him. Why? Because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. So he says, the reason why the world does not benefit from the Holy Spirit is because the, the, the world doesn't know the Holy Spirit. It's because they don't know him. They've not bothered to de- develop a relationship with him. But we as Christians have the opportunity to develop our relationship with the Holy Ghost. So that we can receive him. And receive him with the things that he comes with. The blessings that he comes with. Hallelujah. And we have looked at uh, many things about the Holy Spirit so far. Who the Holy Spirit is. um, the, The person of the Holy Spirit and all that. So I believe we are coming closer and closer in our walk with the Holy Spirit. Today I want to talk about seven things. Every Christian must know about the Holy Spirit. I want to start that today and we'll see how far time will allow us to go. Seven things every Christian must know about the Holy Spirit. The first thing you must know about the number one, let's just kick start. Number one is that only believers or Christians can have the Holy Spirit. Only Christians can have The Holy Spirit. Unbelievers cannot have the Holy Spirit. Only Christians can have the Holy Spirit and speak in tongues. Unbelievers cannot have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not for unbelievers. The Holy Spirit is for Christians. Hallelujah. Some people say, oh, pastor, but I've seen unbelievers speaking in tongues before. They are lying. They are lying. They mimic. So when you, 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 even you watch it in movies, they are acting a movie. Then they say, they say, oh, somebody, an unbeliever, he's a pastor or he's something. Then he begins to speak in tongues in the movie. He's lying. I said he's lying. Even when he's speaking in the tongues, the director can say, cut, go back, go back, go back. The first in the middle, start from there. Then he's like, they are lying. Yeah. Somebody will also argue, you know, when I was an unbeliever, I used to have dreams and their dreams will come to pass. That's also a lie. You were actually operating either a demon or a familiar spirit, but not the Holy Spirit. 
oh, you know, when I was an unbeliever, I used to have real prophetic dreams and the dreams will come to pass vivid. I'm sure it's from God. It's actually from a devil. Yeah, it's actually from the devil. I'm sad to say it to you, but it's from the, you are operating in what we call a familiar spirit. Yeah, which is not from God. Yeah, it's, you are operating a devil, not the Holy Ghost. So me, I was born again when I came out of my mother's room. I used to have, you, you had a devil. <laughs> Let's not say it loud. You had a devil. It's not from the Holy Spirit. These are all, 1 Corinthians, I think, eleven forty four. Bible says, even the devil has turned into an angel of light. So I had a vision. I saw an angel. You saw the devil. Yeah, one day a prophet told me I had a vision. In the vision, the heavens opened. And I saw an image coming from heaven. Tall from the earth to the sky. Now, this prophet has seen Jesus before. So when he saw this image with the light, he said, ah, that must be Jesus. So the, the image came so close to him to the point where he was looking at the image eyeball to eyeball. Then he saw the eyes of the image. The image was like Jesus, but the eye of the image was red and hot. So it's like close, and then he was about to touch him. Then when he looked into his eyes, I said, no, Jesus' eyes are not red. They are not red. There's no way in the Bible that says that his eyes said no. Then he remembered the scripture. Even the devil is come as an angel of light. Then he ran away and he woke up from the vision. The devil would have just touched him and anointed him with demonic power. Yeah. So the devil does these things. That is why we must know that anybody, for anybody to operate the Holy Spirit, he must be born again. He must be born again. Which also comes to us because John, John 14, 7, the Bible says, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive. The world is not America or Zimbabwe or Botswana or no. The world in, the, in that verse means unbelievers. 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 Says they cannot receive him. So if they cannot receive it, how come that they are operating? You say you are, your grandmother at home is operating the Holy Spirit, but she's not born again. Now, having said that, it is essential, it is necessary that as a Christian, you must be filled with the Holy Spirit. Every, you can, if you put this point, every Christian must be filled with the Holy Spirit. You must be filled with the Holy Spirit. In Acts chapter 19, we see a wonderful story. The Bible says, and it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and he met some disciples. Verse 2, the Bible says, and he said unto them, have ye received the Holy Ghost since ye believed? And they said unto him, we have not as much heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. So these people were Christians. They had become born again. But they did not have the Holy Spirit. Paul asked them, have you, since you believed, have you received the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Then they said, look, 
We have not even heard about the Holy Spirit. You are talking about receiving. We have not even heard. So he asked them, verse 3, So unto what were you baptized? And they said, to the baptism of John. Verse 4, Paul explains to them. He said, very, Paul said, Verily I say unto you, John baptized you with the baptism of repentance for the remission of your sins. That's the type of baptism John baptized with. Like, repent that your sins may be forgiven. Which is a true message. It's not a lie. But it's not complete. You are not done here. He baptizes unto repentance, which is turning around. So that is what happens when we say, how many of you want to give your life to Christ and you come to the front? That is the baptism. What you do here is the baptism of repentance. Yeah. So he says, and then he said to them, and he said, and he said unto the people that he believed on the one who is to come or the one who is to come after him. That is Jesus Christ. So Paul explained to them that, listen, your salvation must be complete. Baptism unto repentance is you must be, you must be baptized unto Jesus Christ. Then the Bible says, and when they had heard it, they were all baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 6, the Bible says, and when Paul had laid his hands on them, they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they began to speak in tongues and to prophesy. One of these days you are going to prophesy. So as Paul was worried for them that you you are born again, you have not received the Holy Spirit. Why? If you don't have the Holy Spirit, you don't stand a chance. You don't stand a chance. No Christian stands a chance against the devil without the Holy Spirit. You are like a part-time Christian. Yeah. Trying to fight a full-time devil. I say it again. You are like a part-time Christian trying to fight a full-time devil. The devil is full-time and you are part-time. You stand no chance. So Paul was worried for these people that, look, if you are truly born again, you really need the Holy Ghost. You must, I can't even live here without you receiving the Holy Ghost. It's an emergency. Why do people struggle in the church? They get born again, they struggle. They f- the absence of the Holy Spirit. The absence of the Holy Spirit. Yes, we lead them to Christ. Then we baptize them. We must complete it with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That is what Jesus said. You will receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Then you will be my disciples. Or my witnesses. That is, that is what will give you this. Because, look, listen, let's, let's be honest. Be honest with your neighbor. You forget about the pastor. You don't want the pastor to know anything bad about you. So, be honest with your neighbor. Since you, how many of you are born again? Okay, a few of you. <laughs> now, see, okay, let's use Big Joe. I really like to worry Big Joe. Big Joe, since you got born again, have your feelings changed? Ah, you still feel for the same things. How many of you feel that same way? Me too. I thought as soon as I get born again, I won't feel like doing this. I won't feel like doing the wrong thing again. Even now, I feel like doing it more. 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 It's like all the demons in the world have located me and they have targeted me. How many of you feel the same as the way the pastor feels? Yeah. 
Mother than me. Mother. Yeah. So how are you going to survive if your feelings didn't change? If your body didn't... Look, the part of your body that was giving you the problem, if it could just disappear, then you will be free. But that, that part is still standing there strong. Not going anywhere. When you even stronger now, more than, than before. I don't know why you are excited. <laughs> more than before. But it's like, look, I'm still the same. And now I need to stop doing things which I've done, some of them 18 years, some of them 20 years, some of them 25 years, some of them 10 years. I mean, you have been telling lies for 10 years. How do you suddenly stop telling lies? You have been stealing money from your mother's purse for the past seven years. You have a doctorate in it. You are a PhD holder. Suddenly, you have to stop. Meanwhile, you still need money. It's not like, as you got born again, you don't need money anymore. You even need more. Because you have let the blesser go away. So now you need to support yourself. All your friends who have money who used to buy things for you are angry about your, the fact that you said you are born again. So you even need money more than before. Then now you have to stop. You see your mother's money sitting there. You look at her and say... She too, she won't close the bag. It's like she's been sent by the devil. She's an agent of the devil to tempt you. With enemy of progress, thank you very much. Without the help of the Holy Spirit, you can't look at the money and say, it is not for me. I'll ask mommy, if she gives to me, fine. If she doesn't give to me, fine, all the same. You need the Holy Spirit. So Paul was telling these guys, you really need the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is for Christians. Acts chapter 2. In Acts chapter 2, the Bible says, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all gathered together in one accord. Who were the people who were gathered together? The believers. The Christians. Not the people in the area. Not the people at Alor Ridge. Not the people at Imbali. Not the people at Woodlands. The Christians. They were gathered together. I said they were gathered together. Then what happened? There came a sound of, of a mighty rushing, as of a mighty rushing wind from heaven. And it filled the house where they were sitting. And there appeared clothing tongues as of fire and it sat upon each one of them. And they were all filled. with the, Who were the people who were filled? The Christians. Not the unbelievers. Not the thieves. Not the drug addicts. Not the people who were running around in town. The Christians. The Christians. The, don't be deceived anytime when somebody is not born and he tells you, I have the Holy Ghost, or I have a prophetic gift, I have a. No, they are operating a demon. The Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth, is not for unbelievers, it's for believers. So, in the same Acts chapter 2, after this, then Peter had that his famous crusade where 3,000 people were saved and the people gathered. Now, the fantastic thing about that crusade was that because the Holy Ghost had come upon them, they started to speak to the people in their language. 
Different. Look, there were different types of people who were gathered there, but everybody could hear them in their own language. And they were so marveled. And they were so amazed at the wonderful thing that the Holy Ghost was doing. And they also wanted the Holy Ghost. So in verse 37, the Bible says, And when they that heard it, and they that heard it were pricked in their hearts, and they said to Peter and the apostles, What then shall we do? Verse 38, Peter said unto them, Repent. Repent. Do what? I told you, repentance is the first condition. Repent and be baptized. Every one of you. In the Lord Jesus Christ. For the remission of your sins or of sins. That's the first thing. You repent, then you get remission of sin. Then look at what is after. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. You will receive. That is when you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. That is when. That is the only way. They ask Peter. How? Because Peter, Peter is, the, is in the first group that received the Holy Spirit. So if there's anybody who knows anything about the Holy Ghost. We must ask Peter. He said the only way, when they ask him for the Holy Spirit, ah, you have to repent first and be baptized for the remission of sins. Then you will receive the Holy Spirit. If you continue, you see, in Acts chapter 10, the Bible tells us of the story of Cornelius. Cornelius, Bible says he was a devout man. A devout man means a religious man, a good man. But he wasn't a Christian. Sometimes you meet people, they are religious. Even they come to church, but they are not born again. They too, they can't have the Holy Spirit. I said they also cannot have the Holy Spirit. I mean, where I come from, all the old ladies sing hymns. They sing hymns, they all know scriptures. It's as though they taught them in school. Just as when you go to Christ, they teach you um, nursery rhymes. That's how they know hymns. I think those days they didn't know rhymes, so they taught them hymns. Yeah. I mean, when old ladies pray where I come from, you think they are pastors. Look, the, even the prophetic words they can use to pray, you will be afraid. Yeah, 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 you will be afraid. You even think that the way we pray simply is not prayer enough. Yeah, 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 it's not prayer enough. They, quote, they would say things, you would say, wow. They would quote from John Wesley's hymn. But a number of them are not born again. And they cannot receive the Holy Ghost. The same was for this man Cornelius. He was not born again. He was just a religious man and a good guy. But the, the Holy Spirit appeared unto Peter and t- told Peter, send men to Joppa and go and fetch Peter. They said to go and, say, go and bring Peter. Go and bring somebody who will help you to be born again. Then you will receive the Holy Spirit. It's after Peter had ministered to him. Verse 44, the Bible says, And Peter laid, whilst Peter said these things, the Holy Ghost fell upon him. And he received the Holy Ghost. That's how Cornelius received the Holy Spirit. So religious people, unbelievers, the Holy Spirit is not for them. The Holy Spirit is for believers. I said the Holy Spirit is for believers. Number two, we are going to seven. So, number two. If you do not have the Holy Spirit, you are not a child of God. If you do not have the Holy Spirit, you are not a child of God. 
You cannot be a child of God if you don't have the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 8. In Romans chapter 8, Paul is talking about condemnation and so on. And he's, he's trying to say that people who are condemned are people who walk after the flesh. People who don't have the Holy Spirit. He said, there is therefore now no condemnation for them that are in Christ. Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. So he goes on to explain, for sake of time, let's go for it. As he goes on through all these things, verse 9, he says, he tells them that. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwells in you. Then look at the next thing after. He said, now, if any man has not the spirit of Christ, he's none of his. The church is very quiet. Did I say anything wrong? Is it in the Bible? It says, now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he's none of his. You don't belong to God. You don't belong to God. Until you have God's spirit, you don't belong to him. Until you have the Holy Spirit. So, instead of sitting there laughing at us when we speak in tongues, you better start looking for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You better ask, what then shall I do? What then shall I do? He said, he's none of his. none of his. You are none of his. You see, when you buy, the Holy Spirit is like a seal. A seal of God. Revelation 7 to the Bible says, having received the seal of God. It's like a seal. When you buy a product, to know that it has not been tampered with, you see whether the seal is broken or not. They put a seal on it. Once the seal is broken, it means the product has been touched. But when, if the seal is intact, I mean, recently we had a problem with uh, one of our computers and wanted to send it back to the people. Then somebody said, oh, I can open it and check one or two things. Then I spoke to James. Then I said, this is the idea the person is. Then he said, no, if we break the seal, if we open it and the seal breaks, we can't return it. <laughs> Sorry. We cannot return it because the seal is broken. It's as simple as that. So, we took it back to the people without breaking the seal. And we said, hey, please, this, this computer is giving us problems. They look at the seal, it's intact. They check the receipt. They say, oh, good. And they took their thing. The Holy Spirit is like a seal. It's, actual, it's, it's, it's the Holy Spirit that determines that you really belong to God. Having the Holy Spirit. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, you don't belong to God. You are not a child of God. No, you are not a child of God. You see, like this designer clothes that we wear, these labels, these names. You see, they always have a logo. You can take the Holy Spirit as a logo. Always have a logo. That's what tells you that this is this product. There's, there's one with, with a crocodile. That's what? Lacoste. So when, you, when they say, oh, this is Lacoste, they are written Lacoste in English, in French, in Italian, and Spanish. But there's no crocodile. When you look at it, you say, no, 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 no. This is from China. <laughs> yeah. I'm coming. Rather, instead of a crocodile, you see a lizard. 
You said, no, 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 no. This is fake. Some, there's one also with a, a horse and a guy. It's what? Polo. Is that not so? Yeah. If you see the guy is not riding a horse, he's walking. You know that this is from China. It's not real. Yeah. Johnny Walker. Yeah, those of you who are into those things. You see the guy is walking. Yeah. Now, can you imagine you go and buy one, the guy is sitting down. You say, no, 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 I want my money. Why? Because it's fake. It's fake. It's, not, it's no longer working. Now, somebody told me about the Lacoste. If you want to know whether, let's say like with the shoes, if you want to know whether it's um, genuine, you have to watch the both crocodiles must be going to the same place. Yeah, one crocodile cannot be going here and the other crocodile <laughs> is going back. Can you imagine your right leg is going for it? <laughs> ah! The, both of them must be going in the same direction. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The famous ones, Adidas, Nike, you all see the logo. In fact, recently I saw one where the polo, the horse, was getting there, the, 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 the crocodile was on the floor. Then I said, Ah, oh, really? Thank God, finally they have met each other. <laughs> the crocodile has met the polo. So the guy was going to use the stick to whack the crocodile. Yeah. Now, why don't you buy a t shirt with a polo and a crocodile next to each other? Why? Because it's fake. It's fake. Some of you are holding a Bible and you are using the Bible to say that you are children of God. Actually, what you used to say you are children of God is the Holy Spirit. It's fake. Yeah. It's fake. You are using a tight card to say, I am a child of God. They look at you in heaven, they say, Oh, it's fake. You are using church membership. Look. No, what you need to be a child of God is the Holy Spirit. If any man had not the Spirit of God, he is none of his. Romans 8.15, the Bible says, you have not received the Spirit again, or you have not received the Spirit of bondage again unto fear, but you have received the Spirit of adoption, which crieth in you, Abba Father. Abba Father means God is my Father. God is, that's why Jesus taught his disciples to say, when you pray, say, our father. Relate to God as a father. The Holy Spirit, when he comes in you, then he starts to cry inside of you. God is your father. God is your father. God. Without the Holy Spirit in you, you can't be a child of God. You are not a child of God. You are a nice church member. You are a nice film star. You are a nice soloist. You are a nice preacher. You are a nice usher. You are a nice communion star, but you are not a child of God. It's good to have you in the center. When we are having a wedding, we will call you to come for the wedding, be part of it, everything, but you are not a child of God. It's a difficult pill to swallow, eh? We are going to seven, we are only at two. We are only at two. 
Number three, let me share this third one. We'll close with this third one. Anyone who does not have the spirit of God, or only those who have the spirit of, who are led by the spirit of God, are true sons of God. Only those who are led by the spirit of God are true sons of God. Are true sons of God. Verse 14 of the same scripture, Romans 8, 14 says, as many, but as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. What does it mean? God leads us through his spirit. God uses his spirit to lead us. Psalm Psalm 32 verse 8, he says, I will instruct thee and I will teach you the way that you should go and I will guide you with my eye. So that's how God intends to teach us, instruct us, teach us what we should do, how we should go and guide us. Now, how does he do that? He does it through his spirit. So John 16, 13, Jesus said, how be it when the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. So you have people who have received the Holy Spirit and speak in tongues, but they are not guided by the Holy Spirit. They are not guided by the Holy Spirit. It's getting serious. Oh? First, we were just at, it's either black or white. Then now, we are looking at the type of white. <laughs> yeah. First, it's like you can't have the Holy Spirit unless you are born again. Fair enough. Pastor, I'm going to have the Holy Spirit. Great. Now, if you don't have the Holy Spirit, you are not a child of God. Okay. No, you can't have the Holy Spirit if you are not born again. So I'm going to be born again. Good. Then the second one is if you are born again, you don't have the Spirit of God. You are not a child of God. Okay, now I'm having the spirit. Can you see the progression? Yes, now I have the spirit of God. Great. So now I'm on the people who have the spirit of God. Now, if you have the spirit of God and you are not led. Because speaking in tongues is not being led. It's just a manifestation of the presence of the Holy Ghost. But it doesn't mean that you are being guided controlled in your marriage, in your life, in your work, in your school, in your relationship, that you are being controlled by the Holy Spirit. No. You are being controlled. Emotionally, are you under the spirit, the guidance of the Spirit of God? What does it mean to be under the guidance of the Spirit of God emotionally? When you have to get angry, you just let the Holy Spirit continue. If you want, want to say something foolish, let the Holy Spirit, hey, please control me, Holy Spirit, please, please, please. I don't want to say these things, this, this. Even as pastors, one of the things we have been taught by Bishop is that don't say anything in public that will destroy your ministry. Yeah, so even if it occurs to you, control yourself, don't say it. Because when you, once, as for words, once you put it out there, that's it. You can't take them back. You can't take them back. Yeah, that's why all these political parties, they have spin doctors. Because they talk anyhow. Anything that comes to their mind, they say it. So they have what we call spin doctors. What, 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 who says a PR officer? What does he mean? Somebody, when the politician says, we are going to, we are, one day, thank you, my wife. 
we had a president in Ghana. Now, this president, he, he in his lifetime, he has overthrown two certain governments. Done coups twice, coup d'etat. Do you know what is a coup d'etat? A coup d'etat is when people take up arms and they come and remove their government, forcefully. So he's done two. So when he was out of government, one day he gave an interview on BBC. And he was, he was angry about a few things happening in the country. Then he said, there's going to be a boom. Yeah, there's going to be a boom. So the journalist asked him, so when he finished later, they started, so what do you mean by there's going to be a boom? Do you mean there'll be another coup? There'll be this, there'll be that. Uh, because you have a track record. At least all, everybody we know has done a coup once. But you, you've done it twice. Successfully. Some tried only once, they didn't succeed. You, you have done it, it's your specialty. So they started, then they, they brought one of their spin doctors. Then he started to explain the boom. You know, when he said there will be a boom, he doesn't mean that there will be a coup or there will be a war, but what he means is that things will go up and they say, hey, they change the whole story. Change the whole, confuse the whole nation. <laughs> Meanwhile, what you said is what you said. Up to today, the road that leads to his house is called Boom Junction. <laughs> it's been 20 years, the road is still called Boom Junction. <laughs> Because Dr. Boom lives there. <laughs> yeah. So, when the Holy Spirit is guiding you, sometimes you are angry as a wife. An angry wife must not talk to her husband. Because you will say something that will destroy your marriage. So when you are angry, you control yourself. When you are calm, you talk to him. You talk to him. Honey, please, as I believe, I beg you in African Zulu, um, Siswati, and all the available languages. The thing you did, I didn't like it at all. But you don't cancel because he's done the wrong. You are a foolish man. Get away. How do you do this thing? Don't you think? Hey! <laughs> You, you are right, but you are going to destroy your marriage. Because what, what, what happens is that, listen, what happens is that, because, you see, there's something in us as men. Do you see? Some people call it pride. Some people call it ego. Whichever way. Once you start shouting at us, we decide that you know something. I am the man. I'm going to show you that I am the man. I would never take what you are saying. I know you are right, but I would never take it. It's as simple as that. I would never admit, I would never agree, I would never change. That's why you need the Holy Spirit to control. A man, you have to trick him. Just trick him. (laughs) No, 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 let's go on preaching. Let's wait. When Gail is here, then I say this one. (laughs) Yeah. No, I'll tell you Tuesday. But he does everything you tell him to do. Then people standing by will say, you have done muti. No, you have just allowed the Holy Spirit to control you. Control you. Yeah. I mean, your husband is one of your babies. You'll be very happy. (laughs) Yeah. 
Now I'm saying that God guides us. God does what he guides us through his spirit. Through the Holy Spirit. Now when he's guiding us by the Holy Spirit, it's the people who follow the Holy Spirit that are true sons of God. True sons of God. Real, those are the people. It's like, let's say I have... I have... Yes, you were the flower. Come, the two of you, come. Let's say I have two children. These two children. Okay. This is, you are who? Michelle, and this is what? Wow, Chanel and Michelle. Wow. Wow. Wow, you and I, we are on the same. Yeah. It's working. Please, please, let's. Yeah. Ne? What's up, G? Good. Nice, nice, nice. Did you get it? You sure? Okay, let's try it again. Good. So these are my lovely angels. My children, I tell them, go to school. Your school is over here. This one wakes up, go to school. This one says, um, you know something. Please go to school. This, all these people, they are in school. This one says that, you know something. Me, get a chair and sit down. You are in school. Settle in school. Yes, the rest is at the back. This is the lecture theater. This one says, uh, me, I don't feel like going to school. I'm going to be a model. You'll say that I'm very beautiful. My hair is pink. All this pink hair, God gave it to me. I'm going to look at my nails like Santa Claus. I'm going to be a model. So ask for me, I'm going to modeling. So please start going to modeling school. Start, yes. Come on now. Come on now. My God, my God, my God. Yes. So she's there, she said, I'm going to modeling. I'm going to start my staff at Milan and model. These two children, who do you think is my real child? What is the relationship between a father and his children? To instruct, to guide, and to lead. That's all. If you're a father, these are your responsibilities. To instruct your children, to guide them, and to lead them. That's all. To teach them, lead them. That's all. So I have led this one and she has decided to follow what I'm saying. This one is still a child, but she just, she just wants to do modeling. That's all the swinging. I don't know. I don't know how ladies manage to swing like that and not fall down. Brothers, have you wondered? Because one of the things I always wonder is that look at our shoe. The whole bottom is flat. When we wear it and we are walking, sometimes we trip and we fall. Then look at your shoe. My wife, give me your shoe. Give me your shoe. Please. Please. Hey, look at something that you are standing on. How do they get the stability to stand on this? And then the whole time that you are around, you are standing like this one. at me. Even as I'm standing on my full, full leg, I feel tired. How much more we are standing? Ah, my shoe is not coming off. <laughs> okay, let me wear my white shoe for her before before 
Yes. Before. 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 I, I'm sorry, it's too late. This my two. Come back, come back. This my two children. Who will be my real child? This one. Why? Because I said go to school. She has gone to school. Everything. So by now she has become a lawyer or a doctor. What do you want to be? Something like that. But even to be a model, even if your dream is to be a model, go to school and learn how to read. If they put a contract in front of you, how would you understand the contract? Your head is as empty as a watermelon. Only water is inside. If they put a contract there, how would you understand? How would you understand? You know, when, when, when we're coming from where we came from, I, I was watching a movie, and the, there was a girl in the movie. She had won a beauty contest. <laughs> Do you see? And she was looking, and I, I was just thinking of all the beautiful girls I have in the church. And I was like, ah, these people can easily win a beauty contest. Easily, I mean, look at the person, beautiful, everything. They can easily win a beauty contest. Then it occurred to me that, well, your looks get you to a point. But at a point, you have to speak common sense. You have to speak some wisdom. And then when it gets to where they ask you the question, you can't speak. All you can talk about is world peace and Nelson Mandela. That's where you will see that there are 20 contestants. Everybody, half of them is talking about Nelson Mandela. And then half of them are talking about world peace. So what now makes you different from... Because you have what past comes, you see, oh, the person who won the last one, he talked about world peace. Then the one before that one talked about HIV. Then the one before that one talked about Nelson Mandela. I'm going to choose one of these three things. Then you will see somebody, even that you are more beautiful than, she will come and talk about abuse of women and children. Then she will, talk, she will articulate it beautifully and pop. The people can see that if we put our money here, by the end of that one year, we would have achieved something. Then they will overlook you. Although you are taller, nicer, everything. Then, then you'll be like, oh, but your ear is too big. Your, yes, the ear is too big. That's why she could hear a lot of wisdom and be able to articulate it. Church members, some of us are like this. Some of us are like that. We are led by the Spirit of God. We become true children of God. We are led by our emotions, by society. Everybody is doing it. Everybody is saying so. I think it's the right thing to do. My neighbors are doing it. We become like this. Although you have the Holy Spirit, you are not a true son of God. Father, deliver from foolishness in the name of Jesus. May the Lord bless you. Please go and sit down. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. From today, may the Holy Spirit be able to lead you. When you wake up in the morning, may you say, Holy Spirit, lead me. Teach me what to do. I have to make a decision. Guide me. Even one of the things you should develop is how the Holy Spirit leads you. How to hear the Holy Spirit leading you so that you can look from a child. If you can learn, Job said, I became what I am because I knew the secret of the Lord in the days of my youth. This message is even more profitable to you, the children, because you have your whole life ahead of you. Some of our parents have been led by other things 
to take their lives into a corner. They are now trying to do a comeback. You have your whole life ahead of you. Allow the Holy Spirit to lead you and to guide you. Your life will become different. Stand to your feet. Let's share with of prayer. Wherever you are, I want you to pray for the Holy Spirit right now. Pray for the Holy Spirit right now. Pray for, wherever you are. Pray for the Holy Spirit right now. Pray for the Holy Spirit right now. Pray for the Holy Spirit right now. The Holy Spirit is for believers. No Christian stands a chance without the Holy Spirit. Without the Holy Spirit. Without the Holy Spirit. Begin to pray wherever you are. Man, nobody came. Jesus said, if you being evil know how to receive good gifts, you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children when you when they ask you. How much more will your father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? Ask for the Holy Spirit right now. Ron Lift your voice everywhere and pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit right now. Lift your hands with me. Say this prayer with me. Say, everybody lift your hands. Say this prayer with me. Lift your hand. Say this prayer with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus. I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Now lift your voice and begin to ask for the Holy Spirit. This is the prayer unto repentance. Now ask for the Holy Spirit wherever you are. Just begin to pray. Say, Lord, fill me with the Holy Ghost. 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 Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Fill me with the Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Mantole bako se manu. Kebo se ba leto se kaleba. Rando lobo se bando la baba. Rimo se bando kaleba. Kebo se bando la baba. Rendo la baba. Rendo la baba. Rendo la baba. Rendo la baba. Oh, no. 
wherever you are. Lift your hands wherever you are. Jesus said, the Bible says, and Jesus breathed upon them and said, receive ye the Holy Spirit. Taking a deep breath right now and receive the Holy Spirit. 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 Receive ye the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we bless you. Thank you for your mighty spirit. Fill each and everyone here with your spirit. Help us to be led by your spirit that will be true sons, true children of yours. We bless you. Thank you. Lift your hands. Just thank him wherever you are. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, oh God. Thank you. We bless you. We thank you. We bless you. We thank you. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083 773 1605. God richly bless you.